everybody and welcome to Dirty Work Minute. It's the podcast where we're watching the 1998 Norm Macdonald film Dirty Work one minute at a time. Today we are talking about minute number six from six minutes to six minutes and 59 seconds. And I'm David. And I'm John. And uh, today I have some sad news. Oh no, what happened? Uh, We were supposed to have a Special guest. I'm just kidding. AJ Nieves is here. Boom. Oh, back. Round two, guys. What's happening? Just thought I'd add a little excitement there, a little swerve. Yeah. <laughs> you threw the audience a curveball. I'm, I'm just trying to keep them on their toes, you know? <laughs> you just had me confused because I was looking right at AJ. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, David, you know how your apartment is haunted. Yeah, so. there is a ghost here. <laughs> We're not exactly sure the uh, the origin of this ghost, but it's definitely around here somewhere. Yeah, yeah. it did get... Definitely super cold when I walked in here, and then it got mm. colder on top of that. I think I can see my breath. Yeah, it's one big cold spot, and you're sitting right under the air conditioner. So oh, shit. It. Okay. Yeah, so AJ, thank you for coming back. Thanks for having me back. I mean, can we get into it? Can we get into yeah, dirty work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this minute, it uh, it starts with us finding out that uh, Sam's saying, pretty nasty flat, but I think I can fix it, talking about Mitch's car, and ends with Sam talking to Pop, saying... Oh, I thought you couldn't, you know, something. <laughs> Cliffhanger. Oh, it's a, it's a, you know, I think this is, this is a minute that uh, really shows how good a buddy Mitch is. Yeah. Know? He's definitely one of, he's definitely that best buddy type, tries to uh, be friendly to everybody. Yeah. So that becomes off really likable. I like that about, about Sam. Yeah. He sees his friend at a low point and it helps him out yeah. and he goes to see his, his poor old dad. Right, and it's Artie Lang. I mean, Artie, I, I like Artie Lang. Yeah, he's, he, got, he's widely known as the nicest guy in Hollywood, I think. Sure, of course. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know about any of that. <laughs> I mean, but he's, he's, he's awesome in this. Like, I heard that Artie Lang makes so much money on the road during stand-up that, like, for him to do movies or film, he's, like, taking a pay cut for that kind of stuff. I, I, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. I mean, like, he's pretty, yeah, he's pretty prolific uh, tourer. Yeah, I don't know if that's what you call it, but yeah, definitely uh, probably imagine. He's, and he's probably not getting offered that much money for the roles that people are offering him <laughs> yeah. in movies. Sure. Yeah, I I I wonder, but I, I do like him. He's great. Oh yeah, yeah. He's also continuing the uh, trend of the Sam as the best friend. Yeah. Mo- motif. So good on him. <laughs> yeah, there's there's been so many famous Sams as best friends. Like yeah, yeah. I think Samwise Gamgee. Yeah. Right? And there's that, and then there's uh there's uh, uh, Humphrey Bogart's best friend, Sam, in Casablanca. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, salmon slamming, the slamming salmon, those things that you mount on your wall that sing oh, robotically. Yeah. yeah. Those yeah. are always good friends, right? No? No, uh, no, definitely. Yeah. Cheers you up, right? This yeah. always, will always sing for you. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just put a nice, a nice mechanical bass on the wall named Sam. And have him sing some of the uh, top forty hits. I'm, I'm. It, that's it. I'm good. Now, are they named Sam by default, or is that just what you named yours? I, I think. I think I just named my salmon Sam. Sam the salmon, which shows you that I have very little creativity. It's uh-huh. like naming like Bob the bear, but with more bear. You know what? I back myself. Like into Bob the Bobcat or something. Bob the like Bobcat. Yeah. Thank you. That's better. Uh-huh. I always thought my Bobcat was a bear. I mean, you know, copyright pending Bob the Builder, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
I think Sam. I think Sam just comes along. This is a very natural best friend name, right? Yeah. Just like kind of how like Sammy Sosa let his best friend Mark McGuire take the home run record. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> Sam's all over the place. You just got to look for him, and you should have one as your best friend. Yeah, they'll <laughs> always have your back. Yeah. So I think what we're learning here is find a find someone named Sam and befriend them, like to the end. Yeah. yeah. The more you know. <laughs> so wait, we. After Sam says, yeah, come and stay with me. Like, we meet the hairy guy on the street. Holy shit, that's, that, was, that was a lot of fun. That was, uh, yeah, that was some good design work for whoever yeah. <laughs> put the hair on that guy. Oh, so you don't think that was his natural hair <laughs> pattern on his back? Um, I don't know. I, I, I do like the fact that they kind of let his nipples still show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for some reason, he was hairless around the nipples, but... It's it's always good clarification to know that man has nipples because yeah. that actor is great. Like he probably had to come in early and like sit <laughs> yeah. in a, on a stool, not even a chair, because he had to get his yeah. front end back and he had to like. Uh, this is probably like what on par with any super high budget, super special effect movie where they put somebody in a chair for several hours. Oh, for the, him, it was just hair, though. I, yeah. I wonder if they have some kind of like time lapse video. <laughs> That they do with special effects, just like some, just some like lady having to like put splotches of hair yeah. on this body, right? And she just and she's just talking to her other co hair putter on her person, and she's just like, uh, "This is not, this is not the way I wanted it. This hue doesn't match his hair head, his head hair." Oh, hair I wonder head. how many different versions they had to do to find the right yeah. hair color and like consistency. I would, I would love to know that they had to dye that actor's hair to match with the fake hair that he got for his body. <laughs> Or if like they, or if they like messed up, they'd have to like fake wax to the hair <laughs> off. To <laughs> I think that actor was, you know, it, it, I wonder if that actor was even hairier. Like when he first showed up. Oh yeah, like, they had to shave it down. Yeah, like he just came in. And you're like, we want to use you, but we're gonna have to ask you to like tame it down a little bit. <laughs> and that was the end result. What they threw up on screen. It's funny. Like me and David were talking about this in the earlier minutes about like just the casting. Whoever had to cast this movie for yeah. some of the roles, <laughs> even for the minor roles, I like never like the like the like the child molesting cross guard yeah. guy, <laughs> and the aunt who had to shove a teenage boy's face in her breasts, and now he got hairy guy, you know? yeah, 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 <laughs> that's 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 interesting. I wonder how you would go about casting for that. I don't know. I think you make guys take their shirts off all day. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I wonder. We could probably add to that, right? We could add to this guy. Yeah. Also. Like in the scene when, when Mitch runs up and says, "Hey, hey, that's my shirt," like I just like shrugs his shoulders and goes, "Okay," and then just <laughs> takes the shirt off and gives it back to him without saying anything. So he just he just got kicked out of his apartment by his girlfriend. Yeah. She just like tossed that popcorn machine down. So does that mean that guy bought that shirt or just found a shirt? And put it on a shirt? Like, he was walking around the street yeah, he didn't shirtless have a shirt. <laughs> up until that point. Well, it's like a take a penny, leave a penny kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, he left a shittier shirt yeah. in the bushes where all his clothes were. <laughs> he just wanted to take that eff- extra effort and just hold on to his shirt. And he was like, well, new shirt. <laughs> Found it on the street. I'm not carrying two. I'm not going to carry one shirt while I'm wearing a shirt. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. not an asshole. <laughs> Like I, and I do remember asking myself, like I was like, "That is a pretty large dude, yeah. right?" But then I remembered 
Mitch wears like oversized clothes. <laughs> he, he wears clothes that are way too big for him. So I was like, that makes sense, I guess. I gotta say, and by the way, in this in this film, like Norm McDonald looks great. Like he's supposed to be a guy in his what in his thirties, I guess. I guess so. Um, early thirty. Yeah, but like, yeah, Norm McDonald looks awesome in this movie. So does everyone. I mean, they yeah. look they look great. They all look twenty years younger. <laughs> <laughs> they look so much younger than the way I remember them now. Yeah, they're all they're all actually Jack Ward's age now as he yeah. was in the movies. <laughs> So, just one of those things that make you feel old. Oh, yeah. After that, we got the great scene of, uh, you know, Jack Ward watching uh, some jazz aerobics. Yeah. You know, trying to get to, you know, metaphorically and literally trying to get a rise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Can I say that aerobic exercise looked like it helped them in no way at all? It was just pretty much them going butt to butt. Yeah. It was yeah. them lifting their butts. Yeah. yeah. It was like a, a requiem for a dream, but in workout form. <laughs> so close to just being that classic scene, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, think, I think what we were finding out here. Wait, because when did, when did, because that movie came out after this one, right? Requiem, requiem for a dream? I think so. Yeah, I, I never saw it. Oh, you know, oh, well. So no spoilers. David, there's a great scene <laughs> in that movie. It's, uh, it's, yeah, you'll... Uh, if you if you enjoy if you enjoy the labyrinth, you'll enjoy that scene in There's puppets. There's, there's something. <laughs> there is something. Oh man, let's just put the dark spin on labyrinth now. Man, so. There's no David Bowie in Requiem for a Dream. No, that's nope. my least favorite part of the labyrinth. Had <laughs> like David Bowie and his giant codpiece. <laughs> That would have been, you know, if David Bowie was in Requiem for a Dream, that would be a pretty good cameo. Yeah. yeah. I would, <laughs> he should have been the ass to ass guy. Ass to ass, baby. <laughs> sorry, no spoilers no. for Dan. Uh, no, sorry, yeah, no more spoilers for Dan. You need to watch Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> we'll do Requiem for a Dream minute after this. Yeah. Oh, man, that'll be a depressing minute. <laughs> Every single minute. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that booty workout though is is great because yeah, that's that's fun. You know they have to shoot that probably for this, and then I don't know. I wonder like that goes back to your question on casting. Like they had to cast two jazzercise aerobics. Yeah. yeah. And then there was a guy that was probably giving direction. Like yeah, just just bend your butt over together. Yeah. You guys don't have to touch butts, but <laughs> just make sure you're doing this the same butt motions. Yeah. I think I think this is why you should always have respect for casting departments. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes they have to cast girls to be in sexy jazz aerobic videos and sometimes they have to cast hairy guys to fit in tiny shirts. <laughs> they get the whole spectrum. They yeah. get the whole spectrum in that department. Yeah, that, yeah. that job's a real roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, we see when Mitch gets up to leave after he uh, runs away from the shirt thing, guy, like the popcorn machine is there and he grabs the popcorn machine and takes it with him. I wonder if that is connected to the popcorn they put in the, the meter maid's car? Like, because that's some sort of yeah. magical popcorn that was in there that destroyed her car. Yeah. And then when Tony Ann threw it out of the window, it didn't completely destroy the machine. Like, yeah. it's still a functioning popcorn machine. And I think every time we see it, there's always popcorn in it. Yeah. Are, so. we, are we learning that this movie has a magical popcorn machine? Yeah. Or there is magical popcorn throughout this film? That or, that or Mitch could just magically make popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He has some kind of magic, uh, yeah, popcorn powers that he's not aware of. Because, like, yeah, popcorn seems to be uh, one of his main tricks. So, I mean, for all we know, yeah, this could be like a superhero origin movie. (laughs) (laughs) A man coming to grips with his ability to manipulate popcorn and popcorn seeds. (laughs) 
<laughs> what if he was just microwave man? Like he just knew how to send the right amount of microwaves. Oh man! Towards a don't want him near a cornfield at that point. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's where his secret hideout would be. I think we're learning that Dirty Work is a prequel to like Popcorn Man or whatever that film would be called. Yeah, yeah it would be called Popcorn Man. Yeah. And, and <laughs> there's no app. There's no better way yeah. to, to. And do this that. sidekick Sam. Side, sidekick <laughs> Sam. That's his name. <laughs> Maybe that's why Sam's such a good sidekick because it, you got that alliteration there. Again, with like the colors, right? Like, yeah. you know, look at Mitch. Mitch. I mean, Sam's dad. Yeah, pops is wearing blue, and Mitch is in, in bright red. You know, like a nice color theme going on in this yeah. scene. So I mean, I don't know why I keep. I don't know why I keep bringing up colors. I just like. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. It, it really does have an impact on what we're watching, and like even mm-hmm. even in that scene, like dad is wearing like a pale blue shirt. But it still pops on the screen. Like, it, it's it's a bright pale blue, if that makes any sense. Yeah, because he's sitting on a dark red couch. And I think I think Sam is wearing these brand, this bright red shirt. It's like a very warm color, right? Because he's a, he's a warm, loving guy. Yeah. Right. And then Pops is wearing this this pale blue shirt because he's, he's a cold, uh, bitter old man. That's he true. used to box, apparently, right? Yeah. Yeah, he used to box. And it also goes to, goes to show how much Sam loves his dad, since his dad always asks him to bring him a whore. Uh, <laughs> but he never does. No. So, I mean, maybe he doesn't love him. Yeah. Yeah, right? I mean. <laughs> From what we've seen so far, like, this is just an introduction where adult Sam and his old, you know, his aging father seem to be, um, they seem to be on good terms. They have, like, a good relationship. Yeah. Like, it's not strained. It doesn't seem strained or anything. Oh, uh, yeah. Definitely, uh, you know, his dad might be a little rough around the edges, but like definitely not hostile or right, you know, mean spirited towards Sam. Yeah. So, when in his uh, living room, he's got an old like poster for a boxing match, and it says Wilson versus Pops McKenna. So like he's been called Pops his whole life. <laughs> <laughs> it's like stepping into the ring, a young, tender-aged, twenty-three-year-old Pops McKenna. McKenna. <laughs> That's your nickname and real name from yeah. now on. <laughs> he must be like the original popcorn superhero. Oh. And yeah, that name just of, stuck. You know, a little foreshadow in there, maybe. <laughs> yeah. but, uh... Mitch is the bastard son of uh, Pops. <laughs> AJ, you've never seen this movie before? I have never right? seen this movie before. So you, you've just seen the five minutes that we're talking about this week. Yes. And you said you watched the five minutes before that. Just yes. to catch up with a podcast. Hmm. So you, No, like... Uh, I want to say spoiler alert, <laughs> but uh, no, that's a uh, you know that's a definite. Wait, what? What's the spoiler? <laughs> oh, no, nothing. <laughs> nothing is, uh... You'll find out uh, next week when you listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh. I'm, I'm totally game. Also, they go out of their way to make Pops look super elderly in yeah. this scene. Like he's wearing one of those elderly blankets just on his knees. Like if you wanna if you wanna know an old person in a in like a movie type scene, it's always like a, an elderly person. But just to give him that extra old spice, they they give him like a blanket yeah, and just over yeah, the he legs. was like yeah, Wait, what? Just over the legs, just over the legs, and he was like drinking something out of a cup or or out of a bowl, I yeah. think. Which is like, are you just is that what it is now? Like you get older, you just want to do soup or maybe Lucky Charms. I don't know what Pops is drinking out of that bowl, but it's... Oh, he might have you know he might have sensitive teeth. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's got any Sensodyne toothpaste. Well, after being a boxer, I'm sure he still has that speed bag in the back in the background of the the scene. Oh yeah. yeah, you got to keep it's your coordination. You know, <laughs> you can't let that slip. That's when the mind starts going. 
Yeah. I'm surprised there's not a speed bag like dangling over him in his comfortable chair. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he's watching jazz aerobics. He, yeah. wants, he wants to. You know, he wants to be beating something else up. <laughs> not that speed. Bag. <laughs> I mean, we're so we're slowly just getting in. Uh, you know, we're getting introduced to some of the major players again. So you know, I guess we we did, we forgot to mention in last last episode but mm-hmm. uh yeah we got introduced to adult Mitch, and now we get now we're introduced to older pops yeah so adult sam yeah but i think like this is this is where the movie starts to you know settling in and now yeah soon uh, i'm just realizing too i don't know this is not a big deal or anything but there are two fans in that scene like two physical fans <laughs> like it, w- oh yeah when we're introduced to pops like um he probably doesn't have air conditioning yeah or is it to keep the microwave action in check? Oh, no. yeah, because it gets so hot in there from him. His, those microwaves just cooking everything in his home. <laughs> Constantly making popcorn and stuff. <laughs> that would be terrible if you had the abilities to, uh, ability to emit, like, to emit um, radiation. radiation or whatever. And well, yeah. you know, the only thing you could really do with that power is pop popcorn. <laughs> or that or just give everyone around you cancer. <laughs> 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 No, they call him Popcorn Man. Like, should yeah. he be called Cancer Man? I, no, that's been taken. Yeah, Hex Files did it. <laughs> It'd be great to create a superhero like that that just shoots out microwaves and make scientists go insane by saying you could like literally just blow the microwaves away with some high-powered wind or something. <laughs> He's like, yeah, science who out of these scientists. <laughs> Explain that. <laughs> yeah, so just go back real quick to the... Uh, the thing with the shirt and the hairy guy. We talked about how this movie was written by Norm MacDonald, and he's basically just playing himself. So every once in a while he has these lines that are just like, oh, this is just Norm MacDonald talking. And it was the, uh, it's when in the, when he says, hey, that's my shirt. And the guy takes the shirt off and he tries to give it to him. He's like, ah, I, I wasn't talking to you. I, I was talking to someone else. That's that's not you. That's a different person. <laughs> that's a very Norm way of speaking, the way that he does it. And I think that's my favorite line of the entire movie. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's a good line. Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's hilarious. It's a... Uh, <laughs> well, you know, it's just like... Um, I think it just kind of begs like just... To, it kind of makes you wonder if... How another Norm... Like, maybe not starring Norm MacDonald, but just another movie written by him would sound mm. like if... <laughs> yeah, who can pull off Norm better than Norm? Yeah, because what is that? That's like what, a, like a dry kind of yeah, like very panish. Uh, yeah, it's great. I mean, I think it, it's it's awesome. I think I think he's yeah, I think he's incredible. I like his work in this. I, it just yeah, it's awesome. He, sh- he should just write a movie where everyone just tries to be Norm Macdonald. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, why can't they do that? I mean, they would have. A, he should just do one where it's just that, and maybe like everybody doing their best. Christopher Walken. It's a movie that he wrote that's just Norm MacDonald and Christopher Walken accent throughout the whole film. <laughs> I would watch that. I would kickstart that. I would watch that too. Just have a movie with all iconic voices. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like Nelson Mandela's voice or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's a strong African accent. Just like Jeremy Irons and Morgan Freeman. <laughs> it's all living under one roof. Yeah be great yeah <laughs> i don't know <laughs> so i th- in in this minute like pops like his his playful introduction with with his adult son is why mm. didn't you bring me a whore where's yeah. my whore at or something like that right yeah that's i don't know that's a fun line it's a good way to introduce uh the way that pops is i think you know, yeah it's just very blunt 
knows what he wants. Yeah. You know, which is like, uh, like I, don't, I don't know if anyone's excited to get old. <laughs> That's one of the things I'm excited about, about getting old. Yeah, you, know? you just say whatever the fuck you want, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. basically. To anyone. Yeah, I think, I think this minute has, it shows a lot of like really efficient storytelling kind of. Like when, uh, going back to the shirt one more time, when he says, hey, that's my shirt. And the guy takes the shirt off and he's really hairy. And he goes, no, 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 I don't want that shirt. What's the easiest way we can show that he doesn't want this shirt? Oh, just make the guy really hairy. <laughs> he doesn't have to say anything. Just yeah, make you're that right. that gag uh, happen as quick as possible, right? And then when we get to see Pops, it's like, oh, how do we make him look old? Just throw blanket. this blanket on him and make him Soup. drink out of this bowl. Yeah. And then what is, what's the one thing you know about Pops? have the first thing he says be where's my whore (laughs) it's very efficient (laughs) like they were yeah they they move super there's like there's no slow pacing from the minutes that we've watched so far like it it, there's no weird new york cityscape shot or like they're not floating (laughs) over a freeway with a bunch of cars and they're not it's not david lynch slow you know where they're slowing it up where every scene is very 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 deliberate this is fun i mean i I, they do make a point to like get all that stuff out quick it's probably a lot of big ups to the director i'm guessing i mean i know they bob saget i know like uncle not uncle yep it's uncle danny Danny. uncle danny uncle danny good old uncle danny tanner (laughs) yeah yeah, it's um, definitely the pace is definitely a good pace. You know, it's not, this isn't like an extremely long movie either, right? Yeah. But like, so definitely, they, I think they were conscious of the fact that you no, know, every minute really does count, <laughs> and we definitely need to be doing something every single minute. Yeah. What is this like? Eighty minutes, right? Eighty-one. Eighty-one minutes and a half. Okay. <laughs> well, that's all I got for this minute. How about you guys? Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, that's all that's on my mind. Okay, cool. So, AJ, tomorrow's Wednesday. Do you have anything going on, or can you come back? Um, yeah, sure. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, everybody, uh, thank you for listening, and tune in tomorrow when we find out what it is that Pops can't do, probably. What it is. What it is. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Our theme song is Emotional by Aura Bora. You should check them out and a bunch of other awesome bands at failedorbitrecords.com. And we'd like to give special thanks to the Star Wars Minute podcast, through whom all things are possible.